Good morning. I'm Dan Wilt, and this is your wake up call. Wake up, O sleeper, and rise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. Let's enter into our meeting with Jesus with this prayer of consecration. Jesus, have mercy as I move through this day. You in me and I in you. In the times of peace the hours may bring, in the seasons of wilderness that make me strong, in the freedom of surrender before your cross, in the power of the resurrection that makes me whole. Jesus, have mercy as I move through this day you in me, and I in you. In your name I come. Amen. Our reading for today is entitled, Left the Jordan. And our scripture passage is from Luke 4, verse 1. Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, left the Jordan and was led by the Spirit into The wilderness. Consider this. Filled with the Spirit and covered by community, we must sometimes leave the familiar to face down the enemy alone. I like to think of the Jordan as a place of comfort, of ease, of familiarity and connection with others. The Jordan was a place of water, of crowds mutually agreeing on their need for repentance from seeking other messiahs, that's what John the Baptist knew, and of provision. Jesus' dear cousin, John the Baptist, was being faithful and receiving him in the baptismal waters. Would there have been deep friendship and camaraderie between them, sharing this such a time as this, see Esther 4.14, moment together, in a way no one else but Mary and Joseph, could ever understand? I think so. The great German pastor and writer Dietrich Bonhoeffer, in his book on community life together, suggested that sometimes the psychological energy from being with a group of people can displace true trust in God for many. He suggested that we must learn to be alone with God, which is different from loneliness, for us to become whole and to not confuse the energies of friendship and community with intimacy with God. Jesus had to leave the familiar, the warmth of companionship, and the world in which he was known and named by others to face down the enemy's challenges to his vocational call, his name in God. Jesus had to step away from being Mary's son, John's cousin, the best carpenter in his village, that's a fun guess, in order to become God's one and only son, to inwardly affirm that call without others doing it for him. In his baptism, it says that many heard the voice. John the Baptist surely did. But before they could pat him on the back and get the discipleship party started, the Spirit led Jesus into the wild, 
the isolation of the wilderness. Perhaps Jesus told this story in part for his disciples to understand why, as soon as everyone knew he was the Messiah, he disappeared for 40 days. Can you imagine many, including possibly John, asking, Can I come with you? Fast with you? As you apply this discipline of our faith and begin your ministry? If that did happen, I can imagine that Jesus would have said no with some degree of pain. He was beloved, yes, but he must have known the hard road that was ahead and would surely, as in the Garden of Gethsemane, be encouraged by having a few friends with him as he faced the temptations of the enemy. Who doesn't want moral support? Who doesn't need friends when the heart is most challenged to affirm our vocation, our calling, and to remind us who we are? Well, Jesus doesn't want it. That's who. Not at this moment. He knows it's time to be in the solitary place, the wild, the alone. He knows that much of his entire ministry would have to be self-motivated, spirit-powered, and that the applause and encouragement of fickle disciples, remember Peter and the get-behind-me-Satan moment in Matthew 16, would get in his way. Jesus must face his accuser alone. He knows it won't be the last time. Gethsemane ahead, his baptism behind him, Jesus must leave the lush Jordan to enter the dry desert, to face the one whose works he had come to destroy. 1 John 3, verse 8. The Prayer Lord of the wild, we have often found more comfort in friends cheering us on than in your words of courage keeping us on track. Forgive us. We want to know your words of affirmation in that way that enables us to trust you, even in complete isolation from others. We don't know what's ahead, but we want to find comfort in being alone with you. So when the moment of temptation comes, even from the well-meaning heart of a friend, we can stay the course. In Jesus' name, amen. The question. Has the deep gift of friendship, of companionship, ever been a source through which you chose a path that you now realize was not the best choice for your relationship with God? How did you reset your relationship with God while still receiving the blessing and encouragement of your companions on the journey? For The Awakening, I'm Dan Will. We hope that today's entry challenged and encouraged you. And thanks for listening to The Wake Up Call, powered by Seedbed. Be sure to share this with a friend, leave us a rating, and subscribe wherever you prefer to listen to podcasts. Find out more and join the movement by visiting our website at seedbed.com slash wakeupcall.